You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm wonderful. What can I help you with? Great. Um, so I guess just a little bit about me. Um, I graduated uh, in 2020 okay. um, at the basically height of the pandemic. So everything everything was shutting down right as I was finishing up school. So I was a little lost. Um, I knew I needed to do a post-bac um, and finish up some pre-med courses. Okay. Um, so I started a clinical research job um, at the end of 2020. Um, I, I just got lucky and one of the opportunities I had continued through. Um, and then I, so I started working full-time about 40 hours a week. And um, now I'm in the process of starting my DIY post-bac. And I was wondering how sort of navigate working full-time would go with um, taking classes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's completely individual. Uh, It depends on how you handle stress, what type of post-bac schedule you're going to look at. Are you taking one class? Are you taking four classes? What does your full-time schedule look like? How flexible is it? Is it full-time as in like three twelves a week? which is different than working five days a week. So a lot just completely depends on your specific situation. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking to take, uh, I never took Gen Chem in in physics. So it's just two classes, but they're two like intensive lab-based courses. Yep. Um, And I found a school nearby that will let me do that. Um, It's just a hour and a half train ride, Um, which my, luckily my job is really like, you know, open to this and, and they're willing to let me leave a little early every day. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was just a little nervous about the, um, sort of commute and like all that. That's a big commute. Um, it's an hour and a half each yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that it's not, it's that's not a far. lot. There just isn't, um, a great, like, uh, transit system where I live currently. Yeah. Um, is there not a local classes. school to you to, to take them? So, the university I currently work at does offer the classes, but they only allow undergrads to take the lab-based courses. So I couldn't enroll. Yeah, everybody's what, had that reaction. Why, why not? Just just go and say, hey, like I've decided to major in something else again. Like just lie yeah, to them. <laughs> I, I, I haven't tried pushing it. I just, I, I enrolled in their like student at large program and I said, hey, I want to take general chemistry and, and the first two semesters of physics. And they were like, Oh, you have to like, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, that's dumb. And that, that was kind of the end of that. <laughs> I, I can try to push a little harder. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I especially like I work there. So yeah. See I, if you can find a loophole something. somewhere or talk, talk to your boss. Maybe, maybe your supervisor oh, or whatever yeah. may be able to pull some strings for you. For sure. I will definitely try to do yeah. that. The big, I, the big issue is those general classes are the biggest ones on campus. And so they just, they literally may not have any room for anyone else. Yeah. That's kind of what they um, alluded to was they had a set number of spots. And the only way to know how many spots are left is to show up the first day. Yeah. And that was that. And then a lot of the community colleges in the area just don't offer night classes for whatever reason. Interesting. So, yeah. But I'll, I'll, we'll make it work. I'm not too worried. Um, so I have another question, uh, since I, I did a lot of clinical experience in sort of undergrad, but it's been a while since I've done like dedicated clinical stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, my research is in pain and I work with, um, 
uh, subjects um, three or four days a week, uh, about four hours for each subject, um, running them through a series of like sort of tests to assess their pain, as well as I get them ready for the MRI and I prep them for that. Um, I was wondering if when I submit my application, can I make a separate activity for the job I have and just pull a couple hours out and call that clinical experience? If you think it is, um, okay. it, there there are definitely experiences where they kind of fit into multiple categories. And so you can kind of extract out hours to categorize them differently. So if, if okay. you think what you're doing is clinical experience, clinical time, then sure. Yeah. Uh, like it's 50-50 working with um, patients who are going to get their knees replaced and then uh, other admin things like moving data back and forth and going to a lot of meetings. Um, but good. Um, and then I have another question. So in AMCAS, do you know if there's a spot where you can mark like one activity turning into another? Because um, right now I'm a clinical research assistant mm -hmm. and I'm, they're moving me to a coordinator position. Okay. Um, but would I have to make a separate activity for that transition or would I just explain that in the activities? Yeah. So what, what people normally do, and this comes up a lot when, when someone is like part of a pre-med club and they start as a member and then they go to treasurer oh, yeah. and then they go to vice president or whatever, put whatever the activity is, like where you're at now. Okay. And then the time is the full time the hours are the full hours and then theoretically in the description you can just say um i started as this for um for the first three years and now i'm in this role and then just talk about the more advanced role or whatever you want to talk about okay yeah so it's it's interesting there there really are no specific rules when it comes to how to yeah. enter those types of activities so you just do the best you can without like making it look like you're lying or fabricating things. Just do the best right. you can to to convey the information that you need to convey. Great. Um, good. Well, we're we're really flying through these. <laughs> I'm quick. Questions. I've I've answered all of these a thousand times. I figured I I do watch a lot of your videos and like yeah. I felt kind of like caught like I have this question that's slightly different than some of the ones yep. he's answered in the videos. That's why I keep I have doing. A feeling them. they're all they're all going to be the same. Yeah. Um. But great. Um, I guess, can I ask you some questions? Yeah. Okay. So I have, like I said, I've watched a lot of your videos. One thing that I, I haven't come upon, and um, I, I'm sure you've answered at some point, was what was your transition from practicing medicine to helping pre-meds out? Yeah. So I was in the military uh, working mm -hmm. as a flight doc. I was uh, a year or so in, less, less than a year in, uh, because I started my... Uh, actually, and I was probably a little bit more. So I started my active duty service July 2010. I registered medicalschoolhq.net February of 2012. Oh, so okay. it was a year plus in where I, I had some conversations with, with a young airman who was like, hey, Dr. Gray, what's it like to go to medical school? And I sat and talked to him in my office for like an hour and a half and, and really okay. enjoyed it. And at that point, I was listening to podcasts. I've always been kind of entrepreneurial, having built websites previously. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go start a website and and talk about this and go find real data to talk about and support everything I say versus Student Doctor Network 
which is all yeah. pre-meds helping pre-meds based on what they learned from pre-meds. And so that was kind of the impetus for everything was having a, that conversation okay. with a young airman uh, sometime 2011-ish, uh, early 2012, starting the website 2012 as just a fun little side project. And then um, at, at some point having some health issues, deciding to get out of the military and just go full-time uh, entrepreneur, advisor, podcaster guy. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, well, unfortunately, I think that's all I have for you. Thank you so much for answering your questions. I definitely yeah. like brought my like anxiety down a little bit and sort of Good. like that's my goal. I'm right on track. Anxiety squasher. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, my hope. Reddit is either like you know it heightens the anxiety or it lowers it just a little bit. But it's nice to like talk to somebody who, who does this for a living and can get you set straight. Yeah. Good. Well, hopefully it's helpful. Good luck to you. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group. 